Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Salty Friday, Mr. C Friday. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Mary Peterson, Lowell, Waddle, Tug, Navy Vet, RWBs. Good to see you with us this morning. Bill Lake, work in progress. Tin at Beth W. Hello, Calvin. Hello, Desert Sky, Raz Gold, Granny Spud. Hello, Koopy. <clears throat> Bigly Huge. Think Agape, love always and forever. We definitely need more of that. Hello, Wyoming Patriot Patty, Darnell, Vera, Farmer Girl, all my Noreen's Doreen's, Linda's, Lynn's, uh, <clears throat> Karen's, Walter, much appreciated, sir. Hammer Jamma, Jim and Bean Town. Hello, Dizzy Dancer and Judy. Hello, M. Whitney, Truth Talking Turkey. Get my turkey thing going on here. All right, yep, <clears throat> a little silly this morning. Hello, Scrow Officer Tom Hotze, Wap Tease. Uh, let's get into it. Let's uh, dive right in. Uh, let's see, there was a time when night vision was, night vision was only reserved for the military and law enforcement, but fortunately for us, high-quality consumer night vision has never been more affordable than now. My favorite choice are Nightwatch Pros. Nightwatch Pros are perfect for night hunting, watching wildlife, scenic viewing, surveillance, patrol detection, and home protection in complete darkness. They also double as video cameras with the ability to rewind, replay, and save your footage on the device in stunning clarity, 4K clarity. Get it for 60% off for a limited time now by going to nightwatchpro.com or simply clicking the description in today's video. Hello, Real Woody, Farmer, Bee Lady. What's up, Tanya? Something big is about to happen while everyone's watching Kanye and Elon. Great diversion. People are very easily diverted. Tom Hotze, great tip on the Night Watch. I love them. They're fun. I mean, you know, if you can afford to have that kind of fun, they are fun. <clears throat> Hopefully, it's the last. Pre-RV code man, Carl. Hello, Miss Linda. Hello, Jim. Breezy. What did Jim have to say this morning? Since the last time I was here, apparently he also claimed that he used to let me beat him at basketball. But then he admitted that we never actually met. So I guess this is more of an imaginary whooping that I laid on him. Now listen, this would be funny if he weren't running for Senate. He added, we all know some folks in our lives who... We don't wish them ill will. They say crazy stuff. Well, like, well, you know, Uncle Joe, you know what happened to him? It's, boy, I wish I know where that quote came from, right? I am blessed. Jules Bells. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to have to get busy here and deliver you the uh, massive uh, nothing or lack of news uh, on the RV front. Exceptionally quiet, even out of Iraq quiet. Now, we do have some things in the news. Uh, that gives us a good point at where we're at economically. And also some interesting stuff out of the UK that I want to touch on straight out of the gate. Uh, hopefully Mr. C will have some solid news for us, guys. Uh, this is from the Bank of England. Implementation of the Basel 3.1 standards for currency redenomination. Uh, specifically, they cover in here at depth the turning of the euro back into native currency. Um, this is pretty important because they're talking about Basel 3.1 and redenomination. This is how it's going to work for Bank of England, but that they are putting that in there in other countries as well in Europe. I find very interesting because it really does point to all of the countries going back to their native or sovereign currency. So I found this one to be very interesting and the timing to be very, very interesting on that one. Also, pending U.S. home sales dropped 37% year on year, largest decline on record since we have been tracking it, period, in home sales. This is the sharpest decline in the history of the United States. This is very important because it is a leading economic indicator, kind of like uh, producer price index always leads consumer price index and in our inflation. So, Leading indicators are pointing to something ugly. Uh, also, and I don't have uh, articles for you, 263,000 jobs, according to the U.S. 
uh, Labor Bureau added this past month. They were expecting only 200,000. Uh, they're claiming that that means the economy is still good and robust. Of course, that flies in the face of what the Fed was saying, that they can now start uh, loosening their tightening or not tightening as quickly. It means they can't, uh, based on what they told us, or they're going to have to eat a tremendous big old crow pie uh, because they were expecting 200. The month before was 261. What they are not getting, they are simply not diving into the statistics with any kind of curiosity or a um hmm, what's the word i'm looking for here with any kind of uh i'm gonna quit trying to search for it and just get to it we have more and more people taking a second job and a third job because of inflation as they are trying to be able to afford to continue to live we have many families where the decision is being made where mom or dad have to get that second job and the other one has to pull more weight at home. Uh, and this is really throwing off the job statistics or the labor statistics on this one because it shows or it looks like until you dive in and realize that it is a, a big increase in part-time jobs and we have a record number of Americans with more than two jobs. So they're losing their good paying job, their good single paying job where they work 40 hours a week now they're working a combination of two, three, and some even four jobs and many more hours in a week. But it makes the labor market look like it's tighter than it is. It's artificial tightness there. And all they would have to do is a short dive on those statistics. Better yet, get the hell out of Washington, D.C. and go out there on Main Street. Go down to Gary, Indiana. Go down to Detroit. Go down to, uh, you know, uh, what's another little town, guys? You pick one, Little Rock. Well, I, that's not a little town, Little Rock. But you get what I'm putting down here. Or hopefully you're picking it up. These numbers are horribly, horribly skewed. And it does not take a rocket scientist to figure that out, that they are not taking the moments. Tells us they either know this and don't want to present this, or they're lazy, or they're incompetent. You have to ask yourself, which one, or is it a combination thereof? Uh, <clears throat> what else? Uh, there's a lot of things I want to talk about today quickly before we get Mr. C. Uh, like I said again, though, for those joining late, very little RV news, basically zero RV news, nothing negative. Everything still seems to be very upbeat. My bond contacts still very excited in Europe and Asia for the fifth. My vote combination, Kimmy B, you're probably accurate. So let's keep going because I do have some things I want to touch on. The blaze, the Fed coins here. Glenn Beck reveals what the Fed was up to while you weren't watching. A lot of you guys are concerned about this. I am absolutely. I want to do a one and dedicate the vast majority of everything to it. So I'll probably, I'm guessing on Monday, I'll keep the news very brief so that we can talk all about this one. I've had a lot of emails and questions and videos. Hey, have you heard? Yes, I've chose not to cover it in depth. I need to cover it in depth. We will talk about that on Monday. All right, Tucker Carlson, absolutely epic, guys. Who exactly runs the Biden administration? Yes, it's full of satire. Yes, it's a little off color here in parts, but it really does show you that the uh, clowns are running the circus or the circus is running our, our, our uh, country right now. This is... What I really want to touch on today, we got a few other things that I want to, but this is pretty important to me because I think a number of you feel this way as well. Was Glenn's dream actually a vision for the future? He gets into more of a personal journey kind of thing where he had a, maybe a prophecy, I don't know. I'll probably go ahead and just mark myself as a crazed whatever, and many will use it against me in the coming uh, days, months, or even years. But I am very much a Christian. I believe this is a war of good versus evil. And uh, Glenn gets into that and talks about a vision or a dream or a prophecy that he had about just that. Um, but it weighed heavily. You guys have shared it. It keeps popping up in my thing. And I finally took the time to watch it this morning. <clears throat> The sidelines aren't an option anymore, and I do believe that. I do believe it is a battle, literally, of good versus evil, demonic versus angel, whatever you want to call it and put it, whatever terminology you want to use. <clears throat> the time for choosing 
really has already passed. Um, you're either going to fight for good or you're going to fight for evil. Am I saying that this is the end times and Christ is coming back? It's not what I'm saying. I don't think he's coming back yet. I think this is one of many battles in the overall war. We see tides. We see ebbs in that movement. We see times where good seems to be winning. We see times where bad seems to be winning. And do I think it is a major battle in the good versus evil world? I do. And uh, many may think, hey, look, man, you are totally unhinged. You have abandoned the science of it. Going with my gut here, my gut tells me that we're absolutely in a war for the heart and soul. More, more importantly, the soul of our world, not just our nation. And we're going to have to pick that good versus evil. We're going to have to lead with love um, if we're going to have a better tomorrow than we have it today. And there may be dark days ahead of us, but we're going to get through it somehow, some way. We know what the ultimate ending is to the book, but we still have to do our job. And our job is going to be to love, to fight. I don't mean going out there, grabbing guns and shooting people. No, I mean fighting, uh, going to work for uh, the electoral system, uh, running for office, uh, sharing what we believe to be truth. More importantly, loving and praying for others. Uh, we need to be the coat in the cold, the blanket in the cold. We need to be the food in the face of starvation. And I know it's tough when we have very little, but God will find a way and we will find a way. Uh, but I did. I found it very interesting when I because it's been weighing on me and it's been tough. Coming in each day has been very difficult when we have so many nothing burgers and we have such a roller coaster, so many ups and downs. I got a second wind over Thanksgiving because I was able to take all those advertising dollars, so many of them, and give them to those in need. Did we help everybody in need? No, but we helped so many. And that really did help give me a second wind. And we're going to do the same coming into the Christmas holiday Will there be as much as we want? No. Hopefully there will be enough for needs, maybe not once. We do. We have a hell of a job and a hell of a responsibility, and it's kind of daunting. So when I lose my way, I need you guys to pick me up, brush me off, point me in the right direction again, and I'll try to do the same for you. Uh, but I do. I do believe this is this is good versus evil, and we have a tremendous amount of responsibility. Um, <clears throat> pray. Share the word. And most of all, just love your neighbor. It's going to be a, it's going to be tough. The days will seem dark right before the light. A 54th birthday. I uh, just saw someone and then it was gone. <laughs> Bernard. I took a big bag of nothing burgers to the homeless. They chased me away. They should have. All right. Uh, that's uh, That's what I needed to share for me. See, look, I'm going all uh, soft and uh, spiritual on you guys. Holly, investigation, Department of Homeland Security docu documents expose shocking new details on disinformation board censorship agenda. Boy, I tell you, a great little deep dive, and it very much leads into what I want to talk about right now. Uh, New York Times, I couldn't pull up the article any other way, and it's only a brief piece here. I'm waiting for it to be released in the secondary market so I can share it. Breaking news. Now, you got to remember, most Democrats read these news outlets, so it's going to have an impact on them, a very serious impact on them. They're like, oh, my God, this proves what we've been telling you. Hate speech on Twitter has jumped since Elon Musk took over. Researchers found Kanye West was suspended last night after posting a swastika. All right, here, let's uh, focus on this one. Researchers found the findings from the Center for Countering Digital Hate. The Defamation League and other groups that study online platforms provide the most comprehensive picture to date of how conversations on Twitter have changed since Mr. Musk acquired the site. Now, let's immediately dive into who is the Center for Countering Digital Hate. This is the same organization that just uh, saw a new hire that used to work and was um, picked by the Biden administration to be their czar on disinformation for their ministry of truth. When you and I screamed, we took over to social media. That was quickly, quickly went under the water like a submarine. They're still working on it. They're absolutely working on it. And they're still censoring what we're saying and not saying. 
but the lady in charge, the one that just filed to be a foreign actor in this one, is uh, working for the Center for Countering Digital Hate, Defamation League. This is like a this you literally have. This is like asking J.P. Morgan to monitor itself. Of course, they're going to give you that report on Twitter because that is exactly what they want the world to think. They were unable to continue spreading their their or censoring free speech and uh, bearing your constitutional and God-given rights of free speech. This is the company that is doing the research. And the New York Times quickly jumped onto it as an aha moment. This is journal, uh, an absolute lack of journalistic integrity, in my opinion. New York Times, hate speech on Twitter, according to researchers. They did not take the time to disclose that these researchers are absolutely heavily biased, run by the competition. I shouldn't even say competition. Many of the former Twitter employees that left now work for these same organizations. Of course, they're telling you that. McFly, this is a McFly moment for them. I just, I need a better way to get through to the liberal mindset. I need a better way to get through to the supposed conservative mindset too, because they're missing a lot as well. I'm not referring to you guys. I think you understand who I'm going for here. Uh, all right. That I wanted to touch on. Handwritten letters tell stories of life as a January 6th prisoner in a new book. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to reading the book at some point. I just want to continue to highlight it because this is the persecution in the world we live in. Uh, also, someone shared this, Rex Research. Uh, and, you know, I dove into a bunch of it. These are all pending patents and technology. A lot of cool stuff. Hopefully you guys will read some of them. The question is, is whether or not these are some of the 3,000, 6,000, however many patents that are going to be released and new technology. I found it fascinating and fun. Wish I had more time to dive into it. Look inside the lollipop uh, and the blood of the folks that took it. This is just a scientific look. This isn't me being political one way or the other. This is me presenting you guys the science so you can look at it. And it is scary when you dive into it and look at those befores and afters of those that have taken it. All right, that's uh, that's it. Now I want to really make myself focus on Mr. C today. Linda Lambert, I appreciate you so much. Kind of confused about, yeah, he likes Nazis. He worked with Balenciaga. Uh, three C's. I think he's just a confused fellow that's out there trying to do his best and is uh, having a tough time. He deals with bipolar issues, a number of other things. Is he right about a lot of things? Probably. Is he wrong about a lot of things? Probably. Uh, since the old dude, since the old dude, can I pitch into the pot to help people? Uh, since the old dude, I've been using the advertising dollars to help people and it has been so much fun i don't want you guys to donate to that cause i love that you're willing to or want to help somebody in your local market or if you see somebody in the stream that you developed a relationship and you feel very positive uh that you can help them maybe reach out to them directly send them a whisper send them a whatever create that relationship All right, Raleigh, I don't know who's saying anything about next Tuesday. Absolutely could be before next Tuesday. The reality is we don't know the timing and it's going to be event driven. The question is, is when does that collapse happen? When does that event happen? When are we all done? When do people wake up and realize there is no money that the banks hold less than 2%? So the first 2% of money, actually less than that, because they suspended it during the Trump administration. In COVID, there is no longer a requirement, literally a zero requirement. You could have $100 million in the bank, and the bank may only have $2 of yours. So the first to get their money win. The rest will be screwed to the wall. Hello, Mr. C. Good morning, Mark. Mm. Good morning, sir. Do we have a salty one? Do we have an unsalty? Do we have a roasted, <laughs> toasted? What do we have today? You have a tired person. <laughs> it's been a long week for us. 
tell us about it. Has it been because of snow? Has it been house problems? Or has it just been, uh, just tell us. Well, it's been keeping up with our schedules. Uh, the medical profession has been uh, kind of lax in their duties these days. They're, I don't know. It, it's almost like we, we are no longer important. Our health is no longer important as long as we take the jab. Big deal. <laughs> right. It, it's a bit tough. But uh, I've been trying to uh, get everything finished before the, uh, the, the real winter starts for us and uh spray painting and all kinds of good stuff getting ready but uh other than that we're i'm just tired that's all i think i'm just tired of this whole mess and boy <laughs> so we I don't, I don't know about being salty but i'm just tired we all get that way and we're gonna have to find a second win hell at this point most of us are gonna need a fifth sixth seventh win it's been so long we've been in this I can only imagine how many times you've had to back off and get that wind uh, but the reality is the war is too important. It's not one we can lose. It's not even one we can say, well, we can't afford to lose it. Oh, whatever. We we don't have a choice. We can't lose this one. That's very true. And the uh, the biggest problem is when I was talking with the Interpol guys, I, I pretty much knew where we stood. But I, it's been quite a while since I've actually talked to them. So I cannot be considered a guru because uh, I don't know what's really going on at this point. I can only have... I can only do my analysis and, and figure out pretty much where we are, which has always been sort of right, but mostly wrong because we haven't been paid yet. So it's it's kind of tough. Um, uh, at times I wonder, you know, am I doing any good by being on with your program? Because I talk about the past, it's not, I'm really not talking about what's currently going on. Uh, and that's very frustrating to a lot of people, I'm sure, including me. But, um, you know, we just keep uh, one foot in front of the other, and that's where we're going. Uh, yeah. Uh, just keep walking. Just keep walking. Pick the foot up. Take the next step. Pick the foot up. Take the next step. Uh, boy, it's a tough grind, Mr. C. You know, I, I think about how tough it's been on me and the grind, and here lately especially, it's been really tough to get my second wind. Um, how, how do you do it, man? I mean, <laughs> At times, I get extremely angry, extremely angry. <laughs> I start taking the hammer to things. Other times, I just say, oh, well. And it wasn't a Pelosi joke, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a, not a Pelosi joke. But mostly, it's just a matter of you know, trying to figure out why I'm in this position. And it's almost like a, a taunting. We have to survive to, be, to win. And... Okay, I'm 73. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, just how much longer we got to go here. My health is pretty good, but even so, it's 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 a long haul, and uh, others are starting to crack a little bit around here, and it's it's getting tough. Hey, that's no, it it is. Uh, it just means that those of us that can need to uh, dig and fight even more. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, let's see, somebody. Uh, Island Ra Ra, not many dollars there until the next check comes in, but uh, have Mr. Mark Mullings email me because I have to have a contact with people before we can help them. Sorry about that, Mr. C. So many people are, hey, can you help this person? And then contacting that person uh, turns into a nightmare or they just ghost or disappear. We did have one that finally showed up that asked for help. A little bit of a second wind was getting to help all these people. That helped. I quite agree. Quite agree. Um, all right. What's on your radar for the week? Well, actually, we're we're now getting down to the nitty gritty on our lawsuit, which is very interesting. And uh, I think finally they've realized that they really don't have any choice except to uh, ante up. We'll see. Um, also, too, I'm, I'm uh, preparing a package for somebody uh, special, and we'll see what happens there. But basically, it's just, you know, one, one foot again in front of the other and uh, try to keep up with the lunacy of what, what's happening here. It's incredible. Um, and no, it is. Uh, let's see. Boy, I'm seeing some questions that I've answered so many times. I don't want to take my head and beat it on a wall. Uh, Wob Tease, <laughs> I actually covered that one last night on the uh, tranching of the Zim. Um, yeah, you'll you'll find that I've covered that one probably a thousand times. That's not a whack at you, but I literally talked about that just last night and yesterday. 
Tess Kane has a very interesting question. What's the timing, relationship, correlation between your input of codes and a private exchange redemption? Well, basically, you can't do a redemption or an exchange until I put the codes in. That's the way the gold treaty is written. I'm in the gold treaty. I was placed in the gold treaty to make sure that when the codes are released, I don't try to screw it up. And uh, basically because I I have uh, such animosity to these rats that uh, you know I'm the only American basically the gold dragon trusted from what I understand, what I've been told. And therefore, you know, nothing is going to happen with regard to the to uh, the exchanges until I, they come see me, give me the codes, I enter the codes in our new in the new treasury. But it is that's what's difficult is uh, as you know, Mark, we've got two decades listening to people saying it's today, tomorrow, stand by. And the bad thing is that's what they're being told too. So they I mean they're they're all getting used like a yo yo and Oh, it's just miserable. Yeah, you know, we were told. I mean, uh, I mean, when I say we were told, I assume you were told as well because of the source uh, that this is exactly what it was going to look like at the very end. This up, down, this roller coaster, this smoke, this back forth it was going to be really severe, so that they could cloud the timing. But I just didn't. I didn't expect it to be this hard, Mister C. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I didn't. I honestly didn't know where I stood in all this until 2011. Because it was always a guest to me. Uh, no one ever wanted to, really wanted to talk to me. But I was surrounded by uh, uh, Bushites, uh, senior senior guys in particular. And so I was never really told what was going on. I asked a lot as to why I'm here, but nobody actually gave me a real answer. But in 2011, when Interpol told me what the what the true scoop was with using my companies and my name, then it made all it made the sense. But you know, it's it's. It is difficult to try to figure out who's, who the enemy is and who the enemy is not. Um, and, you know, it's funny because for the most part, I believe people, I, I don't, my, my most operandi basically is this. I watch people for what they do. I listen to them to what they say, but I believe what they do, not what they say. And I, I've learned that over time, unfortunately. And, Right now, they've got this blanket over me, so I really can't see very much. And we're not getting that much input back from the military. We're not getting that much input back from anybody, really. We just have to watch and see. Uh, I listened to Andy yesterday talking to, to you and, uh, and to all of us, and I, I thought he was right on because basically what he was describing was essentially the the uh, the undoing of the of the uh, the oil dollar petrodollar as per the Moscow agreement, which was signed in August of 2013, which stated to basically that she and Putin could do anything and everything necessary to destroy the corporation and to cause the RV. Well, that parallels, and I mentioned it last week, that parallels what, what uh, Reagan did. He basically said, here's carte blanche, we can do whatever we can, Anywhere, everywhere. And that's, you know, when you start looking at the exchange of currency, because we were going after the ruble. We were trying to take down and take out as many ruble as possible so that they would default. Well, guess what they're doing now? And Andy described it perfectly yesterday. They're taking the gold out of the area so we can't rely upon gold. Uh, no matter how many gold mines the, the rats have that they can stamp over in Switzerland, that all that's gone and the money is gone. That's why they're going to digital. And basically, they're drying up so fast it's not funny, but they're unyielding. These people will not give up. You have to, you really have to knock them on the head and put them in a ditch somewhere. There's, there's no way they're going to give up. And that is the hardest part of this fight. They know, they know they've lost, but they don't care. Because as long as they have the power, they can do whatever they want. And that's, that's how they operate. That's what it is. And if you don't work with them, they will do whatever they can to destroy you. And that's why we get all these rumors of war, extended war, etc. And the Europeans are saying enough is enough, uh, which is why they're going to the BRICS, because they want to be under that safe umbrella when this thing folds. And it's going to fold big.
No, it, it is interesting to watch, but you're right. And Andy kind of pointed it out, and you did this morning or just now. Um, as they accumulate the gold, move the gold, move the silver, move the whatever, they're taking the life preservers away from the rats. Um, so when the ship goes down, they got nothing. I mean, they got nothing to hang on to, and it has been a slow, constant, uh, unstoppable juggernaut. It just it's so painful to watch because it's so daggone slow. Um <clears throat> I am supposed to ask you your thoughts on this Brunson case that could uh, end up on the SCOTUS ticket. We should find out whether it's going to end up on the ticket or not for January 6th. Have you kept up with it? A little bit. Uh, I actually am quite surprised that they've, they've, uh, given, they've granted certiorari on it because uh, when I was in the Navy, uh, we sued the Navy, myself and a lot of other guys. Uh, I was the... We were the third case on it. There were 40 of us that gathered together. Uh, basically, we had extended uh, our time in the service. They agreed to give us a bonus. And for many, many, many of the guys, not include, not me, who were in uh, electronics, this was a tremendous, tremendous bonus. We're talking 10, 20, 30,000 bucks. The overall amount was 177 million. And you know, it was a fight to get them to to negotiate. We had to go through a series of court battles to get there, and it was very tough. And I was threatened. Uh, I was threatened to be locked up when I was because I was active duty during Vietnam, and uh, they they threatened me with on a company tour in Keflavik for eighteen months. Which I said, "Hey, if that's where you want to send me. That's where I'm going to go." And I ended up being on the USS American uh, aircraft carrier, but. Uh, I'm really quite surprised that the Supreme Court is willing to take on this because if they agree to take the case, either way it goes, you're talking about maybe the match that lights the fire for the Civil War. Because if it gets, if he, if they say yes, go ahead and arrest everybody in the in the corporation, essentially what they're talking about. I mean, you you've got a massive operation here and maybe that's what the military is waiting for i don't know but if they if they say no you cannot for whatever reason believe me the conservatives are going to go crazy because this is the first shot they have in the system to 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 determine whether these guys are have committed wrongs which we know they have but for the court to say yes or no it's going to be very interesting which is why I was quite surprised with the granted search warrant. And what I was getting to with, with my case, we actually ended up at the Supreme Court with breach of contract. <clears throat> there were there were over 100,000 of us who were affected, and the court agreed that we had been defrauded, essentially, but also told us that we could not get out of the service because we, we went uh, for habeas corpus. We wanted to get out, <laughs> but we could not get out. We had to serve our time, but uh, we did get our bonuses, which was kind of neat. But it was a huge, huge case, which meant that they are, in fact, it was it was uh, based on precedence that the, that the government slash corporation had to abide by the law, which I think this case could also do the same thing. Yeah, very much could. Um, uh, Michelle, I can't, uh, I've ordered the quietest keyboard that they make. It's expensive and it takes a while to get here, but I'm a one man shop. I'm the, uh, I'm the video guy. I'm the audio guy. I am, I, I'm, a, it's all in one. I have to click the buttons. If you had listened to a lot of your uh, shows with your other bigger YouTubers or Tucker or Beck or any of those, they have these great soundproof rooms. They have techs in the other room doing all the button pushing. Unfortunately, I have to do it all. So you're going to unfortunately have to put up with it. I will do my best to minimize it, and I do. But it's a, it, it's a necessary evil until we get wealthy and cross the finish line. Um, so where can they go read this gold treaty, Mr. C? This is another one that we've answered at this point, I think, 10,000 times. But we have so many people new uh, that, they, uh, that they just don't know that answer. Okay, the gold treaty was signed uh, by most of the participants, if not all of them, on uh, 21 March 2013. Now, unless you are a nation that signed that treaty, you don't have access. We do not have standing to see it. 
Uh, it is a international treaty. It is not for publication until they elect to do so. And but what we're seeing with BRICS, if you just watch what BRICS is doing, I mean, you can see the, the treaty being implemented with the Sarah Gacera and with the fact that I was written into the treaty just to make sure because since 1972, they've been, they've been investigating this whole thing, Interpol, and since so the Secundo Trust under Nixon when he got the money uh, from uh, the Chinese in the first place. But uh, what we're looking at right now is the fact that, you know, the Gold Treaty is being implemented in phases, although it cannot truly be implemented, effectuated, until they come see me and I set the codes in. But you can see the parameters being set up. Uh, again, the the, uh, the drain, draining of gold, physical gold around the world, <clears throat> okay, by BRIC members, which I find very interesting, BRICS plus. <clears throat> we're, we're seeing the uh, uh, Putin cleaning up the, the Nazi mess in Ukraine. And when that is finished, in which will be, in a, I think, in a few weeks, when that is finished, you're going to see the greatest uh, amount of uh, gnashing and crying because D.C. will not have, the, the rats will not have an area to go to money launder. Uh, the F FTX was a great conduit for them to get money back. And uh, the, the billions of dollars just was sucked right out of the system. And surprisingly, it went right back to the Democrats to get uh, reelected, quote unquote. Uh, you know, it ties into everything, but the gold treaty itself is is um, <laughs> it's like uh, before Moses went to the to the uh, to the mountaintop to get the Ten Commandments. I mean, you're not going to see them until after it's done. Yeah, it would give entirely too much uh, information to the side that they are. It, it makes sense. I hate it because it it would bring a lot of comfort if people could go and read it. Um, <clears throat> Let's see what else. Uh, oh man, we got a lot of great questions for you. Here's one that I know that you uh, pretty certain already know how you're going to answer it. So, Mr. C, if you could only buy one currency, if you were buying a currency now, what would you get? And I know they told you not specifically not to deal with this conflict of interest that you need to stay focused on what your job was. But uh, you know, I get that question a lot. People ask, and I never, I never pass it on to you in chat. So I guess at some point. I got to pass it on to chat so it answers the question. Well, that's, that's an interesting question. I really haven't given it too much thought. Although after Andy's uh, discussion yesterday, uh, Denar sounds like it's going to be a pretty good bet. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I really don't have any uh, any favorites out here. Uh, I know that in uh, what the question, 2007, uh, 8, and 9, we were doing uh, currency contracts uh, for dis deep discounts, and that's when I found out about the five plane loads of Denar that went to uh, Jordan that Senior had uh, printed up illegally because it was, again, uh, Denar started off as a complete ripoff for Senior. He was going to rip that gold right back from the Chinese because they wouldn't deal with him. But uh, right now, if I had the, the ability to be able to get the walk in and do this, probably Denar. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, that, that that one makes the most, to me, sense when you just look at like all the fundamentals. Um, so your thoughts, how long can they keep manipulating the stock market? They keep somehow kicking a can. They keep uh, tweaking here, tweaking there. They're, they're juggling so many balls or so many cracks in their dam in their dike, but they keep uh, putting fingers and finding fingers. At this point, they look like octopi, like multiple octopuses. Um, how long do you think they can keep up this juggle game? Quite frankly, as long as they, they can. Uh, there's no quit in these people. That's number one. They, they are believers. Uh, and they, these are remnants of uh, the Nazi... Uh, uh, the true Nazis from Austria, and uh, they're not ever going to quit until they're dead, essentially. Uh, the stock market itself is basically put together and right now surviving on the fact that the banks are floating back money into the stock market 
uh, to keep it afloat to, to make the purchases. They are the only ones really who are who are liquid enough these days to be able to do that. The money managers have gone to cash for the most part, and they're not they're not stupid enough to be in it right now. Uh, those of us who have 401ks, we have no choice. I mean, you really have no choice. You can't go anywhere right now to offset the losses. Um, I remember back in the 80s when the uh, when the market uh, took a big tumble and I was at E.F. Hutton, and my father-in-law, I was just telling my wife this the other day, my father-in-law said, let's go invest. Uh, they had uh, someone who died and, and gave them some money to manage, and uh, he said, okay, let's put it in the market. And so, okay, fine. So we, cho- we chose the great, uh, in fact, gold, uh, gold funds was one of them, and we put a good chunk of money into it and uh, within a couple of weeks uh, the market uh, took a dive and he was all over my tail <laughs> he said, you know, i want to get that money back you know i said well hang in there well let's get out of that let's get out of that fund let's go somewhere else i said if you do that you lose the possibility of making your money back which obviously has happened because the market at that point was only like ten thousand. now it's what thirty some thousand i mean come on but it's 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 a buy and hold game. That's basically it. But uh, essentially, right now, the banks are the ones that are liquid enough to be able to continue the market to move up, 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 or down. Depends. It's it's an old game of uh, of uh, buying, uh, of actually purchasing and then taking uh, when you do uh, shorts uh, or caps or straddles. You do that kind of stuff. You can make money. That's great. Which is what they do. But as far as the common folk, uh, good luck. You know, you're just there for the ride, and it's you gotta, you gotta, just like the taunting that I talk about. You gotta survive in order to win. You gotta survive in order to make back the money you lost. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that answers the question, Mark. But oh no, 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 you're doing great. Um, let's see. I have no idea what this is. Wisco Tango Foxtrot asking me, Mark, on the Tier 4 B hotline. I've never heard of this Tier 4 B hotline. And now I have to enter your access code. Of, I, boy, I don't know anything to tell you on that one. I've never heard of this uh, hotline. Um, the only hotline I've got is to the only hotline I got is to Mr. C to say, hey, have you done your job yet? <laughs> really? Anybody that's coming out of the hotline is a fraud. Because nobody really knows what's going to happen. This whole tier thing is just drive. It drives me nuts. Because when we started out, there were levels one, two, three. I was the tail end of level three, and when that happened, everybody got paid at the same time. Boom, done. It was over. Then the the Denar characters and the whales in Reno decided, well, we're going to do tiers because we've got to make sure everybody's in the correct position. And you know. Who made up most of the whales? Pelosi and all the Democrat rats that were out there, the Republican rats, McConnell, all the rest of them. Those are the whales. That's who, we, that's who you're listening to. So what do you think they're going to tell you? Oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got you to jump through this hoop in order to you, you can be qualified. That's BS, man. If you've got the dinar, you're qualified because you'll be able to go in and exchange. If you've got Zim, whatever, that's, that's just total BS. Um, yeah, that, well, they did create it that way on purpose, and it has since changed and being used for very good. But initially, it was. I mean, for those that have paid attention to this, it was kind of like Kuwait. There were a few good people that took advantage of that, but that really was used as a way to enrich the um, the Cheneys, uh, some of the Bush crowd, the Clinton crowd. I mean, uh, I mean, just look at Bill Clinton's presidency. Hey, hey we cured that old budget deficit thing. Yeah, Kuwait did. Um, totally, totally planned uh, windfall of cash. They just never expected us to find out or the power of the internet. Boy, that threw them a curve. Do you remember back in uh, 2008 through 2010 when they would all go to Reno and Pelosi was out there, Hillary was out there, and Pelosi was arrested more than once in Reno for what she did. Hillary was taking it. Obviously, she was not arrested. But, I mean, remember when Hillary stole $500 million out of that operation? I mean, it's, just, it's nuts. Um, Yo-Yo, not all the whales are uh, deep state scum. No, no, but no, it, no, def- no. it absolutely started pretty much with the overwhelming majority of them being literally um, handpicked by those elite politicians. And then it derailed 
Um, it is uh, definitely not true today. Uh, I mean, there are some, don't get me wrong. And that is part of the uh, logistical issues with this thing, but. Uh, <clears throat> all right. I'm is it close here for a moment, Mark. The whales, the whole operation in Reno started out where the whales would be able to go in, deposit their dinar or whatever they had, they could then borrow against it and take the cash out. That was the whole purpose of that Reno operation. Yeah, there was a problem with that one. And uh, boy, I tell you, I've got a great Interpol contact that has uh, kept me abreast on that one. And a lot of that initial grouping where they aggregated in Reno and took everybody's card, they've been trading on platforms for some time, making a fortune on it, while the people that put it in there have made nothing or never been paid. Meanwhile, you have some very key... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, what's the word? Uh, Rat-like characters that have monetized the heck out of it uh, over over the years while this thing and the, the can gets kicked. Uh, boy, I tell you, it's a heck of a war we're in. Um, I am supposed to somebody. Uh, the first question before this one was, is it true that we have 100 years to pay back the gold that's used for this reset? We'll find out. Uh, that was my premise when I put, when I put the proposal to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, in 2008 and 9 with my affidavits and uh, that's because it, it's the only way practical to to pay them back uh, they're putting up uh, as much as one or two Q uh, or more right now to float, refloat basically refloat the world's currencies with gold backed currency okay fine that gold bullion uh, needs to be repaid uh, Obviously, and without allowing, without making the Chinese own the table, that's that's the whole point here. Uh, because if we allowed the Chinese to own the table for currencies, then there's no difference between that and the petrodollars that the U.S. own. There's no difference. So a hundred-year payback makes sense, and I structured it on the basis of uh, of the capital market system, where when when certain instruments are are issued. Then a certain percentage would go to pay back to go into what we call the sinking fund to pay back the Chinese. Yeah, the only way it works is a hundred-year program. Whether it's actual or not, I do not know. We won't know until the gold treaty is released to us. Um, yeah, we won't know exactly, but no, I, I do believe in it. Makes sense, and I think that, and even the conversations I've had with the grand. The grandson of the dragon, it has been that the goal here is so that the power does not lie within just one elite group uh, post-reset, that it is structured that way because they know the dangers of that. The dangers of that are exactly what we've seen in this um, the Rothschild-dominated uh, era, fiat era of money, and they recognize that, and they recognize the downfall or potential downfall of that. There is no perfect system, guys. That's the first thing to remember. The, the The goal here is to find the one that is has the, boy, and I don't even want to use this word, is the most equitable for those that produce. And that has been the tough part. The system that we've got now is only equitable for the folks at the top, and it screws everybody else. The goal is to get one that is as fair across the board as is possible and leaves the opportunity for the uh, <clears throat> those that produce to uh, to succeed. I quite agree because you cannot arbitrage commodities. I mean, that's that's the whole point. Where they are able to arbitrage the mm -hmm. dollar with the yen and whatever else. Exactly. Um, all right. What does Mister C think about owning physical silver to preserve your assets? I'm guessing you just wish I, you had more. I think it's a great idea, and I would if 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 I had the the ability to do that, I would I would do it definitely. Uh, Silver and gold bullion. Yes, absolutely. You know, I know that it's not going to make me wealthy, but it's also my middle finger to the banks and the central bank digital currency people, to the Klaus Schwabs, to the uh, to, to, to the Rothschilds, to the, I mean, just, just pick any globalist regime out there. Me owning silver is literally my middle finger to them. It's, it's my way of doubling down. It's... Yes, I'll benefit from it long term, but more importantly than that to me has, has been just what it represents to me. It's my way of going, you know, you think you got me, but I'm getting you one little bit at a time.
All right. Could the RV be delayed until the deep state rats are gone or get mowed? CL Hodge asking. Uh, no, as it's been described to me, it'll be uh, simultaneous. Now, from what I was told by Interpol, the news was uh, anywhere, well, actually between 2013 and 2016, uh, that all the rats known at that time and probably now uh, had a shadow. So that when this thing went down, they would be immediately shackled and perp walked, and that would be that. Uh, which nothing, no one has the power right now to to actually take these people down. Uh, and that's the point. The, the the real sledgehammer is crimes against humanity, which are being that's why pedophilia is being picked up by Gitmo and all the rest of them for adjudication. I am treason, obviously, but across the board, it's an all all one shot when when they come see me with the codes because at that point they have to protect the funds that are going to be released, and that was the key part with the Golden Dragon is that he would wait until he thought the funds would be safe when released because at that point they would arrest all the the rats known and be. And the QFS would make sure that the, that anyone that missed that, was, that that they missed could not take uh, could not access the, the gold back currency. Um, all right, uh, David F wants you to know, Mister C, that if you need help entering the codes, he's there for you. He's he he will send his direct contact information. So all you have to do is give him a buzz. Say, hey, Dave, I need you here right now. Um, <laughs> I well, like that, that would be one. Nice, but unfortunately. Uh, they wrote me into the truck to the treaty, uh, literally, and there's there's no substitute unless I'm not walking around. And there there's a there is a substitute to do that. But the point was basically this is their middle finger to the rats to make sure that I'm the one that enters the codes because of what they did to me in 1990-91 by taking control of all my companies and my signature and making sure that I was pretty much blackballed in the industry. So yeah, uh, it would be nice to have other people do it, but sorry. Yeah, wouldn't it be just to be able to go back to uh, having the uh, nice little living you used to have and the uh, nice safe little world you used to live in? <clears throat> really? Uh. <laughs> I've lost so much, it's not funny. It's, it's just incredible. But you just have to keep plodding along. So did Job ever like, you know, get his due? Did he ever like get all of his wealth back? Did, uh, did he ever get his health back? I, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Actually, if you read the Bible, yes, he did. That's right. Uh, sevenfold or something more than that. You know? yeah. So that's my, that's my hope. Here. I'm going to be a Job. I'm going to go through all this. And all of a sudden, yes, here we are. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. I'll tell you, because, you know, knowing that, I'll tell you what really is interesting. On uh, July 12th, uh, 2019, when, when the generals and the Golden and the White Dragons met with the fake Mike Cottrell and gave him a $4.5 trillion gold certificate. And when that crashed, obviously within a couple of days, the Golden Dragon recut that gold certificate for $7 trillion. And that's in the States right now. It's with his grandson. And I'm thinking, I got to hang around. I got to survive for that $7 trillion payment. <laughs> that's what uh, kind of sparked me to keep me going. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to helping you, uh, you know, spend that fixing things. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to build tractors. We're going to do all kinds of things. Absolutely. All right, this I love this one. Uh, Sentinel Seventeen. How do we know that Interpol isn't as corrupt as the rest of our so-called government? And I can tell you from my interactions with them, knowing people involved with them, um, the compartmentalization really is crazy on this thing. And I, me personally, I think the compartmentalization. I understand the argument, but I think it is a massive weakness, and it has allowed them to kick the can. If everybody knows all the players in this one, then they can't play the games anymore with us. Uh, so I always try to make it a point to remove compart compartments, put them all into one bigger one. Um, <clears throat> I've had Interpol people that have been like, oh, my God, this is uh, the greatest hoax ever. And then they decide they're going to start prosecuting, go after it. And then uh, within a week, two week period, you get the phone call going. All right. I got shut down. It's real, but I can't say anything. 
It's crazy the number of calls I've had from uh, different contacts throughout. Uh, it's also reassuring to hear things like that, but. Well, we knew it was real back in 07 for a big time because when, when Leo and I were in New York, uh, we had um, one of the inside guys, Treasury, uh, helping us basically, giving us information, and we call him JB. Uh, and basically, uh, he was helping us to a point, and then they, the Secret Service went to his home and told him, either you sit down and shut up and don't help these guys, or we're going to throw you in jail to rot under the Patriot Act, and you can do nothing about it. And hey. that's really because this guy was not a minor person. He was, he was really up there in the, uh, in the hierarchy. And so we, we knew it was real. With regard to Interpol, I'm talking about a faction a, a team, a several, a couple teams in Interpol that were specifically recruited and specifically detailed to do this project. This is recovery of stolen assets. And think about this now. The rule of court decided to allow the the Taiwanese Chiang uh, Kai-shek's journals, families, beneficiaries, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to recover the money that was stolen from them and allow them to hypothecate or to sell the precious metals that they had. We did six thousand metric tons of platinum. You know that seventeen just didn't materialize from from the heavens. That came as a result of that contract to which Pennsylvania Investments and Agri Securities was involved in to move six thousand metric tons of platinum plus gold. So, you know, we were talking about a fact that that was stolen by by uh, Bush Senior in twenty eleven. They found that money from all the G seven participants where that money was going to. He he stole it from every one of them and amassed it in an account under my name at NATO dash ACO, the highest of the high in NATO accounts under the military rule. And that's where he placed it. $300 trillion plus, plus, mm. plus. Mm. Under my name, but he controlled it. Uh, so this is still a part, a, a program to recover stolen assets. And in fact, that the lawsuit that we're dealing with is, is it also about trillions of dollars being, that has been stolen, uh, not only from, individuals and corporations, but many, many people, it's huge. So this whole thing about Interpol, I refer to Interpol to keep identity safe because uh, at one time the rats put out a contract to, to actually kill the person we were dealing with. So that team, so we, we, we go by acronyms now, just Interpol. And I do that in my book that I'm writing uh, because I'm not gonna put anyone in your jeopardy. But they've been doing this since 1972, investigating this stuff. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're honest. They're, they're upright people. They've, they've dug through all this mess. They've, they've cleaned out BIS before, you know, we had this second round of rats. Uh, so I, I trust them. I really do. And they have a direct relationship with the uh, Golden Dragon and now the new Golden Dragon. So which is his grandson, uh, I, I trust him. Uh, so I'm, I'm not worried about the Interpol being corrupt or even mismanaging. I really do not. And I don't either. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I know there's some bad players, uh, just, just like there is in any organization. But overall, my my interactions have been just absolutely top notch. All right, we're going to just a real couple of quick ones, and then, uh, then I'm going to take the uh, – <clears throat> Excellent downtime and have the CBD gurus join me after just one or two more quick ones, Mr. C, because I, I, I need the enjoyable downtime with them. Uh, does Mr. Okay. C intend to stay in the snow-torn northwest of our fair commonwealth post-7 trillion payout? You, you going to stay or are you just going to put a dome over your house so you can hang out in your <laughs> bathing suit and your Speedo? That is a, that's a very good question. I think Network Fisher for us, yes, I am. I'm going to do a middle finger to this area. This is a very, very uh, democratic, mostly progressive area. Not as bad as Oregon or Washington, but it's there. And I'm going to, and this is where I started out with uh, homeless for the homeless. 
I'm going to create jobs here. Now, I hope we have people to fill the jobs, but I'm going to create jobs in, in this west, northwestern Pennsylvania. Why? Because Philadelphia thinks they rule the state, and Pittsburgh thinks they rule the western part of the state, and they don't rule 